afternoon, evening, and welcome. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour one of the broadcast here on this Wednesday, the 7th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And we should be having uh, Mr. Scorpio uh, joining us during the program. Uh, I don't see him connected just yet, but I uh, was in contact and Yes, no indication of otherwise. So, looking at some of the uh, feedback to this fiasco regarding our border, and, I mean, you know, it's just ridiculous. I mean, just to refer to it as uh, a funding bill related to the border is misleading to the average American who hears this, because, I mean, it's basically acknowledging illegal immigrants as now legal, it seems, as much as normally this wouldn't be the case, because, I mean, well, first off, the whole idea of withholding uh, funding to enforce the laws in the books just to get more money to go to Ukraine for this ridiculous, petty Jewish war, trying to continue holding on to Russian territory. I'm going back, what, a near decade, more or less decade, ahead, with, I mean, Putin even <laughs> reminding people in the Tucker interview that just happened. Uh, you know, look at your history. You know, I mean, who who took whose land? But... Just the whole idea of, you know, doing that, but then acting like funding for it would help the situation. No, saying that you're going to fund it with money. Well, this money could go anything to anything, and the bill secures 1.5 million illegals per year. <laughs> that's not that's not border security funding. Okay, that's making the opposite policy. And I'm sure that would mean that any of this money, any portion of it whatsoever, could go toward feeding these people, you know, giving them whatever uh, monthly payouts and, and however else it goes, transportation to where they'd ideally like to be in the U.S. So we have uh, some rank-and-file Border Patrol agents live it over the Senate funding deal. I see Mr. Scorpio has joined us. Uh, welcome, David Scorpio. And how are you this Wednesday, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. And uh, I don't know if you caught it in your news cycle. We can talk about it later. But uh, Nikki Haley lost in Nevada to none of the above. I thought that was pretty funny. And it goes along with my theory that she is a paper tiger. She's not a real candidate. Uh, her her popularity is completely manufactured by the media. <laughs> wow! Yeah, no, I didn't hear that. That's that's pretty funny. 
to lose to none of the above. Is, wait, is she the one? I'm trying to recall. Um, I think I heard uh, Dr. Fetzer mentioning earlier. One, one of the candidates, their next one is supposed to be in their... What is it? Now, she... She was the one who's the former governor, or is that, uh, am I getting confused? I know, uh, I remember he was saying that we have a former governor who's got a, a running in her own, well, you know, a, a home state, uh, ordinarily home state advantage coming up next, and that should pretty much have her job. I think it was uh, Haley he was talking about. Is that, that sounds, uh, oh, she was, a. Uh, I don't know, let me see, where was she? The gov- governor, if I'm uh, correct on that, David? Yes, uh, South Carolina, and Trump's former ambassador to the United Nations as well. And I, 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 I predicted that. a couple weeks ago that her campaign is going to implode when she, um, does the primary in her own state because I don't think she'll do so well. I don't think she's very popular there or anywhere else for that matter. Yeah, I mean, they, they just wanted to have, you know, people other than Trump, uh, the illusion who could uh, stand up to him in the polls, at least initially, just for the optics. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't know. And that's what a lot of people say about Trump and about Putin. You know, how could they not be against the system when everyone in the media is so against them? I mean, how do you respond to these people uh, with each case? Like first with Trump, David. Well, I think Trump has angered some very powerful people, people much more powerful than himself that happen to own the media. That doesn't mean that he's a good guy. It just means that he broke some rules of the club that he was in, uh, and they are determined not to let him back in office. Uh, I think there are several things he did. He, he refused to go along with the holy sacrament of the peaceful transfer of power. Uh, the elections are always fair and honest and real and and um, and good, and he refused to go along with that. And he also refused to, to go along with the new Green Deal the global green agenda. I think those are two things that uh, really got him in hot water with um, people that were much more powerful than himself. Yeah. And I'm already hearing little bits uh, coming out about this Putin Tucker interview. Uh, Some are saying, you know, he didn't talk enough about the Ukraine situation in in detail. I think the the things he did say at least uh, were a good points to make but again the same argument you know people will have about putin oh well you know everyone against is against him in the media at least in the u.s media and what europe european western european uh, media so how how could he not be against the system david well i I think putin's a different case than um donald trump but he was very popular uh with the media when uh, he first kind of came on the scene. Uh, George uh, Bush said he looked into his eyes and said he's a good man, I could tell. So, uh, but uh, I think Putin has also broken some rules. And, uh, but he's also done some things that I think have actually helped the agenda. So I think he's kind of a mixed bag, but 
he's another guy that's broken some rules. He doesn't follow the orders that he's supposed to. And those are the kind of things that will get you uh, in real trouble because they expect all politicians in 2024 to be uh, basically puppets. And if anyone stands up and does their own thinking or their own actions, it's big trouble. And I'm intrigued now further on your assessment. What sort of actions do you feel he did which helped further these globalist agendas, if you will? Well, to be honest, I think he's played along with this. Um, this is an unpopular opinion, but it's what I, how I see it. I think um, this attack on Ukraine has actually been a, a, a huge uh, misfire or, a, or a, a bad move, let's say, because... Number one, NATO was becoming a completely archaic and irrelevant institution before this so-called war. And now, NATO was very, very relevant. NATO is very important. NATO has a real threat on their hands again. We've got to keep funding NATO. And he's actually helped uh, bring Ukraine further into the uh, sphere and influence of the West with triple brackets around it. Uh, if you know what I mean. So uh, th- this has actually helped. Uh, even if even if Putin takes the eastern part of Ukraine, uh, east of the Danube River, the rest of the country is fully in the control and orbit of the West now. I really don't understand. If he was serious about all the things he claims, I don't know why he didn't topple the... Zelensky regime at the very beginning because you know he could have he could have actually neutralized their entire military through airstrikes at the very beginning of the war why do I say that because Russia built almost all of their military bases so they have the blueprints to all of them in the locations of all of them so they could have uh, done that at the very beginning and then toppled the regime uh, he hasn't done any of that and um, that's where I think uh, things get a little strange Okay. Yes, I mean, some see the parallels on the surface to how Hitler invaded Poland, uh, considering the uh, German populations and their treatment. But uh, this is different where, I mean, you know, he took control uh, thoroughly of Poland right away, uh, like you're implying Putin could have done and did not. And so, yeah. And and let's face it. Yeah, and let's face it, Ukraine is a fake country. It's not a real country. I mean, this idea that Ukraine's borders are sacrosanct, that's right. nonsense. It's only been an independent country since 1992. Yeah. It was created by Vladimir Lenin. Uh, you know, he just sort of made up the borders. It just happened to be, you know, pretty much the exact same borders of ancient Khazaria, just by chance. So it's always been part of Russia. And uh, the idea that a country that's existed since 1992... Uh, is all that important is really absurd. The whole thing's we're being fed a false narrative from the very beginning. Well, at least it, Zelensky in that regard is the perfect figurehead to be the leader there. You know, I mean, this former clown who has what played a piano with his penis at one point. And <laughs> so it, it's fitting. It's very fitting. And uh, well. Let's see. Well, we well, have another. Go it's ahead. Odd that he happened to play on a television show the president of Ukraine. So, yeah. it's, it's, is it art imitating life or life imitating art? It's hard to say. Absolutely. Yeah, that was very uh, curious when I 
first heard about that uh, to me as well. Another headline I just came across here, Medvedev warns Russia has, quote-unquote, no choice but to unleash nuclear, quote-unquote, apocalypse if attacked by NATO. And so, uh, and we've, we've had, uh, like, well, a pretty clear indication uh, when I mentioned that Tucker-Putin interview that, I mean, yeah, he's not trying to be uh, the aggressive side. You know, the opposite of the way the Western media portrays him as being, you know, a warmonger, aggressive talk. I, you know, he, he portrayed himself as, as very much the opposite of that, which harms, harms their narrative there. But nonetheless, I mean, people say, why aren't the same agendas that are in Europe and the U.S. going on in, in Russia? And I think it's not the time and place to need to, you know, destroy the nuclear family with homosexuality and to destroy the heritage stock with other races immigrating and all that. It's not the time and place for that in Russia or China, for that matter, to suit agendas. But nonetheless, that doesn't mean that... Um, that these people aren't on board. So it's well, uh, but but uh, you got to realize Russia has uh, eleven time zones. It's an enormous country, and quite a bit of Russia is not white. Uh, and Putin has actually um, facilitated the sort of bringing in of uh, lots of other races into the white parts of Russia over time. Hmm. So uh, okay. you know, and they can't enact the same exact agenda at the same time. In every country, they've got to do it slowly, depending on where the strengths and weaknesses are of that country. And don't forget, Putin went along with COVID. They did their own uh, vaccine, the Sputnik vaccine. And I just read the other day that Russia is starting to build fifteen minute a fifteen minute city. <laughs> I don't have the name in front of me. Uh, and uh, Russia is also moving forward with digital currency to uh, start to try to uh, begin a total digital currency system. So they're on board with a lot of things, but not all. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, no, very well put. And uh, yes, I mean, considering how much borders a, uh, the far East, uh, there, yeah, there's a lot of Asiatic uh, mixture of the blood in a lot of those regions. And then the Southern borders, uh, <laughs> you know, they certainly have people uh, mixed from the regions, uh, lower uh, in the uh, and and to the Middle East, uh, well, you have what a lot of these uh, countries with similar <laughs> sounding names uh, made up out of oh similar uh, machinations to how you describe Ukraine. There, I, I I was really just to go off on a tangent. You know, I was really surprised actually, and I I guess I had this quarter for a little while, David, sitting in my car, but when I noticed it again today. I decided, you know, to take a nice picture on the asphalt under the Florida sun, Florida morning sun, uh, because, yeah, this this is a big deal. So I did some homework before the show and found out, because that's crazy, I, the way I sent it, folks, uh, to David, this image of a quarter. I said, dude, WTF, we have United States quarters with chinks on them now. And... <laughs> I'm sorry, but to be blunt like that, but no, it's just it just shows how close to the completion of the Bolshevik takeover we are. This was under the Biden administration, 2022 quarter, you know, just just uh, printed and minted in 2022. And it features Anna May Wong, 
I, I find out anime Wong. Of course, when you uh, want the most kosher source available, uh, but are pressed for time, safe to go with Wikipedia. So we run with Wikipedia, and Anna Mae Wong was an American actress, considered the first Chinese-American film star in Hollywood, as well as the first Chinese-American actress to gain international recognition. So they mentioned some films she was in and, you know, how she, uh, well, contributed to a, a positive image in the 30s of, of Chinese in the late 30s, she starred in several B-movies for Paramount Pictures, portraying Chinese and Chinese-Americans in a positive light. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, so it's just interesting, all this talk about Biden, China, and all this, but, you know, here is a real example, you know, under his administration. I don't know, David, do you have any thoughts on this? So there's a lot of uh, Asians in, in California where you are, that's for sure. Well, I, I've never heard of her. Uh, I have no idea. It's, it's amazing that we're putting actors on our money now. I've, I've never heard of that before. It's, it's amazing. Of course, you know, they're planning on replacing Andrew Jackson on the 20 with Harriet Tubman in the near future as well. So uh, that's something else to look forward to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I should hope that doesn't happen. I mean, if, if, if Andrew Jackson gets removed, I will be very upset. Uh, to begin with, I mean, the, the, the only president worth being on. Well, then again, it is an insult to be on fiat currency, he in particular. Uh, but, you know, but still to get replaced with for Harriet Tubman to go on any bill uh, that I don't know what is worse, though. I mean, Anna May Wong, just kind of communism in your face. Right. <laughs> just to have this on the quarter. And it's like, you know, it was trying to desensitize us to, you know, a, a Chinese uh, culture. I mean, you know, these these communist Asian foreign cultures, and it's seen as a positive thing. You know, I mean, that she helped with the conditioning and the brainwashing of, of the American people uh, through Hollywood. I mean, and, you know, they're, they're proud of that, of course. So, uh, yeah, no, I just... I just wanted to, yeah, but yeah, no, Harriet Tubman, it's another ridiculous example there. Oh, I see we have the break, first break. Well, more excitement and commentary in future segments. Stick around. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. 
free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you've definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Carey with co-host David Scorpio. And uh, if you uh, haven't regularly, you really should uh, be catching uh, David's broadcast every Sunday. The Scorpio International Holding Company, LLC, and that's 4 p.m. Central. It's 4 to 6 Central on Sundays. And, well, uh, I could kind of shift a a little bit here. Uh, David, there's this talk about uh, AI every so often. And, uh, I mean, surely you agree that it's just hyped and it's just a way to get people to comply. I mean, there's someone programming that AI to mimic intelligence, and that's pretty much as far as we are. I, I think it's all science fiction, the whole idea of you know something that could compete 
uh, with human intelligence be a threat and possibly want to take us over? Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, there's no such thing as artificial intelligence. It's just algorithms and data being sifted through and coming up with the right formula to have an answer. And it's actually quite easy to fool the algorithms uh, in various ways. And you can see they make a lot of mistakes still. That's why they haven't really uh, started with the uh, driverless cars so much, because they do make a lot of mistakes still, and they'll continue to. But I do, unfortunately, I do think that they're going to use AI to replace a lot of mid-level management jobs and, and uh, data entry kind of stuff, you know, because it's perfect for that. They, you know, they, they want to use it to replace as many jobs as possible. But I agree, it is a bunch of hype. And uh, the idea that, oh, it's going to take over everything, you're screwed. We're going to have a nuclear war any day now. You know, it's all this stuff that... Uh, try to fill your mind with um, all kinds of negative thinking so a, a lot of it's hype uh but ai has a lot of limitations i, I totally agree uh, with you richard and as far as the uh convincing of people that it can make better decisions than humans because it's a, a superior intelligence to any human and so if it tells us you know that we have to cut back on all energy consumption uh, of course the elites are exempt the financial elite are exempt from this but with the whole co2 scam and that in line with that ai has told us all you know how much ration of uh, resources were allotted per day week what have you people are less likely to argue with pretty much any sort of uh, societal engineering if they're told it comes from this almost godlike uh, AI superior intellect from what they well, are told. The thing is, it, it, it all depends how you program the AI. If you want to program it to say global warming is real and we and we have to cut back on all our natural resources, that's what it'll tell you. If you want to program to say something else, it'll say that. So I think once people realize it all in, with, uh, what matters is what are the parameters that you're using to make the decisions that's what it's all about, and you can program that to whatever agenda you want. And, you know, it's interesting, too, with the recent Hollywood writer and actor strike, one of the reasons it went on for so long was because of AI. The studios think they're going to use AI to write scripts, uh, which is really absurd because a great script, be it a, a movie or a book or um, music, is something that touches you emotionally, something that um, makes you feel strong emotions when you view it or hear it. And that's impossible for AI to do because it doesn't have any emotions. It can it can pretend like it has emotions, but ultimately it doesn't. So all, all things like that are going to fall flat. They're not going to work uh, as much as the, the, the big Jew uh, producers want to think it will because you know, a lot of this transhumanism comes from this bizarre Jewish cult uh, thinking uh, from people like Ray Kurzweil and his buddies uh, who are really, I would say mentally ill. If you read his book, which I have read a good part of it, uh, his singularity book, he is mentally ill. <laughs> I'll just say that. 
<laughs> Very insightful. Oh, interesting. Well, I okay, I see we have the other uh, break uh, before the bottom of the hour here. So, yeah, folks, ladies and gents, stick tight, and we will be with you shortly. Check out these messages from our sponsors. We'll be right back. And please, go to the website donate page. Consider giving a little something in this time of need for the station. RBN could really use your help right now. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are 
are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. They're making the last film They say it's the best And we all help make it It's called the death of the West The kids from fame will all be there Free Coca-Cola for you And we are back, folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Carey here with Wednesday co-host David Scorpio. And so I've just been doing a lot of thinking about Claus Schwab lately, David. I mean, it is pretty cool how we've been presented this character. I mean, as figureheads go, you have to admit, this is, you know, I mean, a pretty creative, entertaining one they've cooked up with for us uh, in Clage. And I mean, it's, I mean, literally, it is like a James Bond villain, you know, or like like Dr. Evil from uh, what, uh, Mike Myers' mind. And, you know, I, okay, I admit, so far I have not even read his The Great Reset book. It's on my list. I mean, I do have a uh, life. And you know bills to pay, <laughs> things to do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that. And I, I have checked out a few excerpts. Just I mean, some of the things they seem to highlight in in the book, and you know just on the surface and all the claims they make, it's just so over the top. I mean, I can't find it right this second, but they're saying you know fashion will be eliminated by 2030. Wow, they're really getting a close to it already, and that everyone will be wearing a uniform, a single uniform. So, okay, in six years, David, I, 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 don't, I don't know. You know, this is about as, as on track with the timeline as the seven countries in five years plan. Well, you'll just be issued a gray jumpsuit, uh, and, you know, if you're higher up in rank, maybe you'll get a white one. Uh, you know, the, the lowest ones will get a black one. Who knows? Uh, but, you know, I like the outfits he wears. He looks something like right out of the Hunger Games. Uh, this, his bizarre little, you know, tops with the, with the weird shoulder pads and the strange designs on it. It really does look like something out of the Hunger Games where you have this decadent, perverted elite class uh, that, um, you know, exists. And then you've got all the slaves that are dressed in rags. Yeah, and it also sometimes reminds me of uh, some of what he has on uh, the more formal wear of uh, Star Trek fame, you know, like the the Romulan, Klingon uh, sort of races. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's like that, too. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> very descriptive. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's like the Romulans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, 
Well, then, I mean, you know, all their all their blatant references with the COVID lockdowns, uh, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine and reset our world. You know, that was a Klaus Schwab quote there. Uh, another one from Klaus. The COVID-19 outbreak is the first big step towards unprecedented control over mankind. So and uh, oh, that's true. I, yeah. I, you know, that's true. I, I do think ultimately we kind of dodged a bullet because I really think the plan was to make these changes permanent, have people wearing masks and you know social distancing. Uh, but somehow it really all fell apart, and I think partly just due to people being unwilling to comply. They can't do any of this stuff unless people willingly comply. Uh, no, nobody put a gun to someone's head and made anybody wear a mask or even take a shot. They just tricked people into doing it and used coercion, telling people, you're going to lose your job, you don't take the shot, and look look what's happened. That Not only did that fail, but the, a lot of companies are actually saying, hey, we're sorry, come back to work for us. And even the Army has said, look, uh, we didn't really mean that. Come back, please. My, my wife... Uh is a self-admitted addict to like one of the old time soap operas, you know, a general hospital, you know, her mother got her into watching it. And, and, uh, one of the characters she liked, uh, the character's name, I don't know the actor's name, but the character's name was Jason. You know, he was like one of the gangster side men to, to like one of the gangster characters. He, that actor was fired for not taking the COVID shot. So evidently the entire cast other than him, had ta- had complied and took the mRNA shot. And since then, they had uh, more than one, as she said, at least a couple of the actors die since then. And so now, just in the last few, like last few weeks or whatever, he's been finally admitted back, hired back <laughs> onto the cast. So, well, yeah, during, the, you know, during, yeah. The peak of, during the peak of COVID, they wouldn't let anybody even set foot on a Hollywood stage or a studio without the COVID vaccine, not even the crew, cameraman, nobody. Uh, and then um, that's all, again, it kind of fell by the wayside. None of those are being enforced. You know, it is, they did the same thing to comedians. They wouldn't let any comedians perform at any venues without the COVID shot. And again, that's all falling apart just because people, you know, it, they can't stop the information now that this thing is very possibly very damaging and dangerous and possibly deadly depending on your body and your genetics i had one um meme with claus schwab and bill gates uh top and bottom from one another with quotes very similar regarding the lockdowns because they're the one i just read from claus the COVID-19 outbreak is the first big step towards unprecedented control over mankind. And they also have one of Bill Gates right there. DNA COVID-19 vaccines should give us extreme control over population worldwide. So, you know, they're, they're totally on the same page. Uh, one highlight for, uh, that, I, that I did notice other people passing around from that's inside the Great Reset book and and i mean it's called covid19 the great reset 
this Klaus Schwab book. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm really curious to hear what, what this guy has to say in it. Honestly, I don't know why I put it off this long. Just again, you know, I have other things more important, <laughs> but, uh, well, and one thing that's kind of strange, Richard, is the timeline. That book came out very, very quickly after COVID started. So I think the book was written before COVID, you know, came to the public because, he didn't have time. It was within a couple of months. Uh, he didn't have time to write that book. There's no way. It was pre-written. He may not have even written it himself anyway. Uh, so I, the timeline of that's very strange. Well, here's the thing. I mean, as I'm noticing some of what's covered in it, it it's hard to see how this was something they uh, targeted to um, present to the masses uh, or, or expect them to see. I mean, they figure most people are sheeple and lemmings, aren't going to even bother uh, to look into this, uh, you know, to, to check it out. And, and if, like, a few uh, truthers happen to try to present it to some audiences, it would be uh, minimal exposure in their mind. And they're, I'm sure they're right on that. I mean, no, I, the more I, I notice this, it seems like the book was made for people who go, who get invited to the uh, WEF, the uh, you know, World Economic Forum, for example, uh, things like that. It was made for a wannabe uh, elite uh, middlemen and maybe some of the elites, if they have time and want to want to have a look at it. I don't think it was even, you know, but they don't care like what gets out. I mean, it's interesting. There's that uh, committee of 300, uh, you know, with those uh, infamous quotes on plans seem very similar uh, to what you'd find in the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. And, uh, some of those excerpts are in Klaus Schwab's uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset. And so it seems like, now I'd have to read it to see the context. I can't imagine he's shaming. Uh, so it, I can only assume that he's, you know, he's uh, applauding and uh, praising, uh, you know, this sort of mindset. And, uh, you know, they even mentioned Kalergi uh, in some of these excerpts. So here, here's an, here's an excerpt I was noticing it's pretty interesting on this. Euthanasia for the terminally ill and the aged shall be compulsory. No cities shall be larger than the predetermined number as described in the work of clergy. Essential workers will be removed, will be moved rather to other cities if the one they are in becomes overpopulated. Other non-essential workers will be chosen at random and sent to underpopulated cities to fill quote-unquote quotas. So this is like all from that committee of 300 that is included in Klaus Schwab's uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset book. And, and, and it goes on here. And this is the part that most people know the most, this excerpt here. At least 4 billion useless eaters. I mean, people have probably seen memes of this out there. It's, it's been floating around quite a bit now. But uh, at least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics uh, of fatal, rapid-acting diseases, and starvation. Energy, food, and water shall be kept at subsistence levels for the non-elite, starting with the white populations of Western Europe and North America, and then spreading to other races. The population of Canada, Western Europe, and the United States will be decimated more rapidly than on other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion, of which 
500 million will consist of Chinese and Japanese races selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. For the time, there shall be artificially contrived food and water shortages and medical care to remind the masses that their very existence depends on the goodwill of the Committee of 300. And again, that's all... Uh, included in in Claus's uh, book, COVID nineteen: The Great Reset, and just think of how how many uh, food plants, uh, you know, have had all these strange explosions and things, and then all these farmers being paid to uh, to not cr- uh, grow crops and not have herds anymore, and all this. It's it certainly is an era where they are doing these um, engineered uh, shortages of of the supply, and then we hear warnings of of what's going to come in the future, and then you know it still keeps on going. No. No change in course uh, whatsoever. So, your thoughts, David? I mean, this well, being well, in that Richard, are, 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 are you saying that? Go ahead. No, I mean just 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 the fact that uh, you know these excerpts of this committee of three hundred is is in the COVID nineteen the Great Reset book. Basically, it's well, being phrased. Are, are you saying that he actually quotes the committee of three hundred book with a reference, or are you saying? that it just happens to be very similar concepts. Well, I mean, what I what I just read there is in his book, and from what I understand, that also exi- has been uh, presented by in the writings of the Committee of 300 prior. So, yeah, he evidently is quoting it in his book, and I'll have to actually get into the full book to, to confirm the full context, but that, that appears to be the case, yeah, that, that he's quoting excerpts that they had written. Huh. Uh, I'd, I'd have to see that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Definitely. Well, I'm, you know, I noticed that uh, it, it's it's easily available uh, as a free PDF, COVID-19, The Great Reset, Claus Schwab, uh, on archive.org. So anyone wants the free PDF, that's how I grabbed it. And, and the, the, the what you're reading from, is there is there a page number reference so you can look it up? You know that that what I the way I, I had it right there. Let me see. No, they don't give a page because that was ma- made in a couple of different meme forms, and they're saying it's in the book. And I have the book, but I haven't actually found the page where that exists in it yet. I haven't had the yeah, time. Yet. I, I'd, I'd have to see the the actual quote from the book before I. That, that sounds a little a little out there to, to actually say that in his book. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have to see it to confirm it. Yeah, I'll, I'll send these two to you. You know the memes that mention this, and uh, yeah, we could we could investigate further. So I just thought it was worth further scrutiny. And uh, oh yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll we'll look into that. Uh, it sounds like uh, you know, I mean, they always do reveal uh, what they want to do in in their own writings. Um, I, I recommend people read. Zbigniew uh, Brzezinski's books, he reveals an enormous amount about the nature of warfare, the, the future of nation states, and the technocratic uh, rule of the future. So, uh, but I've never heard anything uh, that quite that blunt about depopulating and destroying white nations first. Uh, that that I'd have to see that in print before I, you know, would say, oh wow, you know. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. I was actually. Um yeah, mentioning it to my to my wife, and she was the one who told me that that yeah that that, that had been uh, written by the committee of three hundred that that quote. So uh, yeah, I'll have to have to confirm. 
uh, and look into this. Well, both of us for further commentary. And on the, as far as the Kalergi plan, you know, over at Wikipedia, uh, if you want a proper kosher source, uh, Kalergi plan at Wikipedia, sometimes called the Klaudenhof Kalergi conspiracy, is a far right anti Semitic white genocide conspiracy theory. The theory claims that Austrian Japanese politician Richard von Klaudenhof Kalergi, creator of the Pan European Union, concocted a plot to mix white Europeans with other races via immigration. The conspiracy theory is most often associated with European groups and parties, but it has also spread to North American politics. And it has more. So, <laughs> but you get a kick out of that. Well, well, I mean, he actually wrote those things in his own writing, so it's not a conspiracy theory. It's funny, I've heard the so that's part of the central script, whatever it's brought up. Are you there, Richard? Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to myself here on mute. Uh, it happens to us all. Uh, yeah, no, I, okay. yeah. I, I've heard people claim Off that. Off air. <laughs> I've heard people try to claim that oh, yeah, people are misinterpreting his writings uh, to think these things. No, he, uh, see, he writes those things as though it's a good thing, you see. It'll be good that everybody's racially mixed and there's no more white race left in Europe. That's a good thing because it'll cause, it'll make it so we're all in love with each other and there'll be no more racial strife. A noble man. We'll be right back, folks. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First are right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next are beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Are back, folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Carey here with Mr. David Scorpio. And, of course, David can be caught every Sunday here on RBN on the Scorpio International Holding Company, LLC. And that would be 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central. And, well, is is there anything uh, you'd like to, I mean, it seems I could mention in the next hour uh, more on the mistakes we have about Kalergi. Uh, PolitiFact evidently has it all uh, figured out for us, David, where we went wrong. Is there anything else you'd like to mention, though, in, in this uh, first hour? Well, just that, you know, Kalergi's, it's very Jewish. Of course, he was, you know, half Jewish and half uh, Oriental of some kind. Uh, and this is thinking to want to sort of mix all the races together uh, so there's no more white people. And that way, Jews can never be, you know, singled out uh, as outsiders or strange uh, in behavior. Of course, it's interesting to note that, of course, Israel is not participating in any kind of refugee resettlement programs other than Jews or um, any kind of encouraging race mixing between 
Palestinians and Jews, uh, quite the opposite, in fact. And uh, so it's uh, two sets of rules, I guess you could say. Oh, yes. Yes, no, certainly, I mean, when it comes to the chosen people, uh, you can't have the same uh, line of thinking there, and it would be anti-Semitic if you did, David. But, uh, yeah, well, we'll have to get into more, a little more about this and, uh, you know, the, the different arguments out there. It is uh, curious to entertain in hour two. I mean, I'd like to talk about some of these other agendas, you know. I mean, the uh, uh, the uh, a flamer agenda and in, in trans thing, you know, and the motives. People always talk about, well, what are the motives? I, I think there's more than one. And we, I'm sure we'll get to some callers, too, in the second hour. So, folks, hang tight, but keep the station alive uh, at the same time, you know. Uh, when you can, visit the donate page, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on that donate page. Check out the ways you could help. Uh, you could call in your donation. Uh, you could always mail your donation, you know, uh, cash, check or money or order. To make that payable to RBN, just the initials RBN, and mail that to Republic Broadcasting Network, 2251 Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. We greatly appreciate it, folks, and we'll be back for the second hour. Stick around. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 